Oh, that's nice too. Your hand. Your special hand thing that you get from Demetra. I am abundant health. Cool. I think we ought to stick a magnet on that. I yeah. love it. I do too. Demetra gave that to you, right? Yes. Yeah. Very cool. And a nice box and the beautiful cards. She, she makes she hand makes those cards. I know. And and the the lotion. What's the lotion? Natural goat milk hand cream. Cool. You know, sometime when we're in Tacoma, we sh you should come with me. Have you been to Ranko's? No. Ranko's is this funky old drug corner drugstore that they have purposely kept. But it's full of just little tchotchkes and, and strange exotic lotions and potions and, you know. That's where I got your the birthday cards I got you. Oh. Or was it Ranko's? Because I knew that I had been in there once before. They've got all like the little Tacoma books and the Fox Island book that Mug gave me and, you know, those things. And a lot of uh, kind of local history mem memorabilia, but also, you know, a weird array of cards. And, you know, you walk up, you people standing at the, the pharmacist. Is, it's a tiny little store. It's, where, it's right on the corner above Stadium High School. It's where we used to go to buy cigarettes when we were, we were in high school. But it's changed a lot since then. <laughs> but it's still Ranko's. Ranko's Rexall Drugs and Tacoma. <laughs> yeah, it's been one of those kind of weeks, hasn't it? Actually, you know, if you think about it. It's 8.47 a.m. Saturday, October the 30th, 2021. I'm Bill. I'm Diane. It's the Bill and Diane I wasn't sure whether you were trying to say I'm speed saying, up. Hurry up, because I, I got very little vibrato right now. Yeah. But you had some vibrato. Just, That's... just you know, but it doesn't last. I used to be able to just carry it, and my something is happening. My throat is getting old and growing slack or something. That's what's happening, Diane. Slack. I got myself a cup of coffee here, and I'm going to take me a sip. Slack throat. <laughs> I've got slack throat. Just one of my many ailments. Yeah, I am an eggs. But hey, Diane, I wanted to say, before we go any further. Yes. This has been a hectic week here in Lake Amphetamine, <laughs> as per usual. Only, you know, more so on many levels, wouldn't you say? I would say. Yeah. Yes. Well, this was quite the wonderful week. It was a wonderful week. Tell us all about it, Diane. It was, <laughs> well, it was your birthday. Well, it was my birthday. On Tuesday. So, so. there was no Treehouse concert on Tuesday. That's right. Because it was at, you know, it's... An international day of uh, something else. <laughs> no. Yes. Because we've had treehouse concerts on my birthday before. Have we? Yeah. Okay. We, last, last year we did a concert with you and Kat. Did it actually fall on your birthday? Oh, I don't know. I don't think, I think so. it was... It wouldn't, your birthday wouldn't yeah. have been on a Tuesday two years ago. Yeah. But the, uh, the album release for the... For night sky and for yeah the songs from the, that's what i'm from saying the, from the cyclone line where that was on your birthday that was that was quite a show that was i look an back on show. things like that and i think wow that's right we used to do that <laughs> we you used know? to get together in big groups yeah, big groups <laughs> and i'd sing and there'd be like you know spit and everything going every which way you know i would be you know now i think about doing that and it's like wait <laughs> 
Whoa. That's a super spreader event. <laughs> that's right. So I think was. Uh, Pardon me, I'm going to have another drink of coffee. Bill is having a super spreader. That's how I'm going to publicize it when I if I ever go back. You boy. Upcoming super spreader event. It's good coffee. Featuring Bill Davis. Well, we had planned ever since we went out to Fox Island uh, in, back April, in April. Yeah. We, when we came home, I basically con- contacted, contacted the owners and yeah. said, "Hey, when can we come back? Can we come back in October?" Yeah. So, because they did not have their schedule up, right. and I so bet, I, thought, I bet that's true that some of those places, they get a, a list of clientele built up over years to where they don't have to. You know, they've already most. I bet most of the people that have gone out there rebook. Oh, just I like think just so. like we did. They come back to town. Let's, we let's let's get that for next you know spring yeah. or next fall or whatever, and uh, and then they book it. And so maybe those the folks who own it don't need to put it up that frequently. That very well could be. Yeah. But uh, I had contacted them and said I don't know if you've got your schedule, but I was wondering if there was any possibility we could come out. For my 65th birthday. And they were prompt in responding and said, yeah, "Yeah, that would be great. So they booked us up at that point. And and it came around mighty fast, actually. I feel like that's why I feel like I'm going to be retiring before I know it because... The, the distance between Six, April and October was, was, yeah. like, was like a few weeks. Well, and, and also just because somebody was, I was telling somebody, yeah, I've got to be preparing for retirement. They were saying, oh, it's months away. And I was like, yeah, but you know how when you go to the dentist, you feel like you were just there, you know, like a couple of weeks ago. That yeah. seems to be happening to me That's lately. Right. So Or when we get new brush tips for our toothbrushes. Yeah, or yeah. just like. Every it time we get those, be nah, it hasn't been. It hasn't been. What's, what's three months? Three months. It hasn't been any three months. It's been maybe three weeks, but no. So. So anyway, it was uh, all of a sudden the the week was here and. We got and to it was, go to Fox Island again. Yeah, and. In the storm. In the great. storm, yeah. It's funny because a lot of people won't travel, in the. When it's raining. They don't want to go. They don't want their destination to be rainy. Yeah. They don't want to move into more rain, you know, whereas you and I kind of like moving into more rain. Yeah. Not, not, you know, constantly, but, you know, for one vacation of the year, yeah, for a long weekend, it's it's great to be out in the storm. Whenever people have seen our photos from La Push, a lot of times they'll say, oh, my gosh, those are so incredible. The, the photos that they are commenting on are the ones that are taken in the during breaks. The, during the half hour between yeah. huge winds and rainstorms. Because yeah. there's something about those rainstorms that bring the most amazing visions of beauty in life. When the, when the blue and the sun reemerge after something like that, there's just a brilliance there. That is Well, know, and also the contrast with the dark clouds, right. I think. Yeah, that's true. But anyway, so all of that is to say, on Tuesday, we left here and went to Fox Island, and we stayed there Tuesday night and Wednesday night and Thursday night, and we came back yesterday, and it was, it, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it, how, what a profound effect that place has on me after all these years, but it does, and forget about it. I'm not going to try to explain it. 
I'm really glad to have rediscovered it, you know. When I was talking to Julie, I, she said, you know, it's really nice to have you back home again. Yeah. Well, on Tuesday, when we got there, it was quite incredible yes. because we were, we just had gotten there and we're sort of settling in. And one of the things that we love about our vacations is we love to have an extended time to read. And particularly because it was raining, and it was raining really hard yeah. when we were coming down. Yeah. And the wind was, because they were talking about that, what was it called? A bomb cyclone? A bomb cyclone, cyclone. Yeah. 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 And I was, so we were actually, we had brought books. I always bring more books, though, than yeah, I ever I bring a box possibly. full of books. Yeah. I brought probably a dozen books. Because I don't know what I'm going to be in the mood for. Yeah, that's and true. I like bringing poetry and, you know, if I'm reading fiction, yeah. And I brought that William Shakespeare book. And it's like, yeah. So uh, I was upstairs in the loft. They have It's an A-frame cabin. And it's really wonderful in the loft because you can look out of these, uh, of the peak windows, but, uh, but you're in this cozy wood environment and so I was reading upstairs and just enjoying it and that then all of a sudden Bill says Diane come down here really well, quick I did, hadn't cat called too well you first were were crying out Diane come down real okay. uh, right now and and just at that moment the phone started ringing and my phone was downstairs and and so I said, oh, can you get that phone? And he, you said, yes, yes, but come down right now. And so I came down, and out of the window was the most glorious view of a rainbow I have ever seen in my life. It was right out front. I mean, it was like, you know, just off the deck. It was like it was just, yeah, it was the closest. The, we're on the, the narrows, so it's, an, it's a fairly narrow channel of water. Uh, I always thought of it as the Mississippi River when I was a kid for some reason because of when I was reading you know, Huckleberry Finn, those kind of things for the first time. And uh, it would, the, the rainbow went right into the water. It, it dove it, right into the water. And right it looked like water. you could actually, if you put your hand out, that you could touch it. Right. It was that, that feeling was a of double close. Rainbow too. And it was a double rainbow. And the air around yeah. the yeah. rainbow was shimmering and shining as if it, like glitter had been thrown into the air. And Well, I think the thing was is that it was so close to the water and it was so windy and the sun was shining on it. And so the spray from the, that was being blown up from the water probably was washing through them. And because it created this uh, kind of golden light inside the rainbow, right? It inside did. the curve that wasn't there on the outside of the curve. So you had this very strange two-tone kind of look to it. And uh, I'm wondering if it's because, you know, if a rainbow is going into water, it's going to look like that. I think if it's it just that it was magic. Oh, well, there was that too. And, and so at that moment, as I'm viewing this incredible rainbow, Kat had called. So I... Kat, had, Kat Eggleston had Kat made Eggleston. her birthday call to Diane. And, and she heard, uh, because you were talking in the background and while I was picking well, up the I phone. I answered the phone, yeah. so I probably was telling her about it. 
And so when I got on the phone, she said, oh, good. You got my gift. I was so hoping. I've been working on it all day. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I will never forget that moment for yeah. the rest of my days, I swear. That's a good one. That's a good one. But it felt, see, this is the way my mind works. It felt like a blessing on my 65th birthday. Yeah. Like it really was a gift, you know, like. Well, I mean, it was. I mean, we yeah. we went to that destination to have a particular kind of experience. Um, and so why wouldn't the, the world say, hey, you came to the right place kind of thing, you know. That's what it feels like. And it felt, I was impressed. And I, because I remember we went out to Fox Island during the off season too. We'd go out, go out and spend weekends. We'd go out for the day a lot of the time because it was only a half an hour from where we lived yeah. in, in Tacoma. And yet it felt so remote. And I was talking with Ken Higgins uh, this time and I heard him saying that, you know, that as he was talking about their experience on the island uh, for all these years, how it's so close, but it feels so far away. Because it really is, it really does put you in a different uh, world. Well, as soon as you cross that to. little Fox Island Bridge. Yeah, you feel like you're somewhere else. You're far away. And the, even on our trip out, because it had been raining all the time on I-5. Right, and we would had to do the I-5 trip from Seattle to Tacoma first. So that, that was kind of like the you know, pushing through the membrane of something to try and get out so that we could yeah. emerge into whatever this other thing was. And it was quite gnarly a it drive, was, It was man. a gnarly drive, yeah. So then when we crossed the bridge, just at that moment, the sun was making a break in through well, the Well, when clouds. we came around the corner to the Fox Island Bridge, we suddenly were greeted by a brighter sky, you know. So, yeah, it was like crossing over into, you know. Into fairyland. A, a rainbow world. And then the the leaves on the trees were just stunningly colorful. Yeah. There's uh, something about, I'm t- telling you people, seeing fall colors in the rain is better than seeing it in the sunlight. I give you that. I mean, fall colors are made to be in the shade, not in the bright sun. It's, it's nice to see bright sunlight shining through the autumn leaves. Don't get me wrong. But it's a momentary thing, and it's a lot better if all those leaves are wet because it has just stopped raining and the sun has just come out. That's the moment. Oh, man. You know? It was so beautiful. Yeah. And so then we had planned, uh, because we were going to be down there, to visit with Fox Island friends that you had Ken had. And Ju- Ken and Julie Higgins, who have lived out there you know, since I was a kid, um, they didn't live out there full time when when we were kids, uh, but they did the same thing we did. Basically, they pretty much lived there all summer. Ken was a teacher, and so he commuted uh, if he needed to, but he didn't. You know, he had summers off because he was a teacher. So, and they were the only other family in that group of like seven or eight cabins uh, in that stretch of beach with really nothing on e- to either side for quite a ways. They were at one end of the of the line of cabins, and we were at the other end of the line of the cabins. And we were the only two families who were there during the week, during the work week. Most of the other cabins were like weekenders, or people would come out for a week and you know, for their vacation, and that was it. So the you know most of the time that we were out there, it was just the Higginses and us, on that stretch of beach. And so we basically had it all to ourselves, and it was you know. 
So we had talked to your mom and your sis because Marion's birthday is... Four days before yours. Right. So Marion had just had her 65th birthday too. So we thought, well, we'll have a little birthday celebration and we will also try to see Ken and Julie Higgins while we were there. We did the last time. We went to visit them mm-hmm. at their place. Um, I just love those people so much. And Me too. And then Scott and Rhonda were going to come over too. Yeah, yeah. But we didn't know, we didn't really know exactly what the plan was. Right. Uh, we knew that at some point, it was, it was Wednesday was the day that Marion and my mom were going to come out. So I wanted to make sure that the, that Marion and my mom saw the Higginses too. So my thought was I, I had called Ken and Julie the night before and left a message for them saying, hey, yeah, I know you knew we were coming out, but we're here. And Marion and mom are coming out tomorrow or wondering what time would be good for you guys. Give me a call back. And they never called back. So Marianne, Instead, they just arrived yeah, on we, our doorstep. Yeah, they walked down. Now, you have to understand, Ken is 90 and Julie is 87. And they walked down the road from their place to our place and uh, just knocked on the door. And it was perfect timing. And a few minutes later, Scott and Rhonda showed up. So we got, we got to have our little birthday gathering right there in the cabin. So the talk was a lot about the history of that cabin and because we were all there when that when that cabin was built and it was right next to right in our and from our place it was right in our eyesight it was down the hill farther so we would see that cabin for the rest of our days there having been surrounded by nothing but woods prior to that so suddenly there wasn't going to be another house right next to us and it was disturbing and they left some trees and stuff like that, but we could definitely see it. We could see them kind of coming and going and stuff like that. And it changed the environment up at our cabin uh, from that point on. But, you know, they were pretty, they kept to themselves pretty much. They were very eccentric. We called them the ladies. <laughs> so when we go out to Vox Island, we're going and staying at the ladies' place. Because that was, that, that cabin is the same cabin. Well, I wanted to say that we are so thankful for the vaccinations that yeah. that all of us have had because this was really, other than um, getting together with Tim, Tim and Sherry, Sherry and Vernon Bra- and, Paul and Paul, and, yeah, yeah, we have not been in a group since the pandemic, and that made it a much more treasurable occasion because it was so rare for us right now and um i i just loved it because i had a similar experience at cannon beach of my my parents having had friends that that my parents had been there for you know like most of their young lives that they had been going to cannon beach and they had friends who would come out and visit us and uh, so that experience of having the, the long history of a place that has been shared by all of these people, even though I was not there to share it, was very familiar to me and beloved by me. Yeah. And it's a great feeling to have. I just had the most amazing experience of looking at all these people. And it almost was like I could see 
you guys as kids and these as the parents of those kids. And I just loved it, you know, to witness it. I spent most of my time talking with Ken Higgins, who is just a fascinating storyteller about his very remarkable life. Yeah. I was hearing about his childhood. He he had a vastly interesting childhood that was spent in many places. His father was in the army. And I mean, I, I didn't even get to the, I was kind of at one of the, the peak points and then everything had to break up. And I was like, ah, I want to hear the rest of the story, you know? I know. So uh, we'll have to go back so I could hear the rest of the story. It's amazing. It's just amazing to and be And your mom Kendall. and Julie were kind of talking on the sofa, and you and, and Ken and Rhonda and Mug were, yeah. were conversing at the other end of the cabin. And it just felt very alive and, I don't know. Precious. This, it felt precious. precious. And especially the, the whole idea of the community that surrounds people and how fortunate we are to be in this community. So, yeah. um, so that was on Wednesday. Right. And then on Thursday, Tim came out to see us. Yeah. Tim Swanler, my bestie since the summer before fourth grade. And, uh, you know, Tim used to come out every summer too. Back when we were staying out there, there would be a week usually in August where Tim would just come out for the week because, you know, I think he would have come out longer, I, and I think a couple of times he came out maybe twice during the summer, just because you know yeah. he was just in town and wasn't doing much, and, and so. It and was, was weird. almost the year that he was going to get, get up on water skis. Yeah, and I was. <laughs> it was kind of like the joke project it became because you know Tim is Tim, and he's always been Tim. So after a couple of summers of trying, it was just kind of like yeah, yeah. yeah. Tim would come over, and everybody would talk about how this is the summer. That we're gonna get him up on water skis, <laughs> and uh, he, he would just be like, "Forget it. I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna even try it." Well, Tim, uh, I never got up on water skis either, uh, so I totally understand. Well, Tim did get up on water skis. Well, I tried Finally, once, but, but I wasn't was around. Too... I didn't get to witness it. But uh, he did get up on water skis. I don't think he's, you know, really ever taken to the the water skis, but uh, he has done it. I know he has gotten around. I think he was at a lake. So we didn't think that this year was going to be the year no. that he got on water skis. No, we did not. Um, but it was so wonderful because, I mean, we actually called him to say, you were under no obligation. Because it was blowing and raining. It was... It was, it was raining. It was I, not I, a shower. I was, I it was, was really raining. impressed. What I was starting to say earlier is we used to go out there in, in the off seasons, but I never was really... In, impressed by how the weather moves through the narrows i mean it just blows up and it makes complete sense because it's this narrow channel so the wind is going to funnel into it and you know really blow because i mean if i was up when i was up on the road it wasn't blowing near as hard but i could hear it down down on the on the water because it was just blowing up through that through the narrows there so it was quite a, a weather event and very much in keeping with what we would have experienced probably out in the push or something like that. So we definitely had our fall weather-related uh, trip, even though it was just to Fox Island. That's so amazing what that water does to me. I just cannot even, I, I don't even, there's no way to even describe it. I keep trying to write about it, and I keep writing the same damn poem over and over again. And so I just well, and never... 
I feel that way going out to Vashon Island too. Yeah. Uh, there's just something that ferry ride it transports you to another world right. when you But I going... mean having the energy in the room when Ken and Julie and my mom and my sister and Scott and Rhonda and you and me were in that room that was like that was as glowy as that rainbow you know it oh, was just definitely like so. I was you know my it was I don't know and the fact that it was on if we had done that same grouping here at our place or something like that. It would have been great, but it wouldn't have been the same as being in that cabin on that island and having those people together. It was just so perfect. It was a perfect vacation birthday. Yeah. And especially because there's something about turning 65 that made me want to spend it in a place that would be more contemplative. Right. Because, you know... Well, maybe birthdays are going to be more contemplative now. Oh, I definitely think so. Oh. But I've always been a contemplative person on big events. I I don't I don't really party so much as I certainly have had a lot of concerts on my birthdays, right. and you, which has you have, been a joy. You have been in the habit in the last ten years of kind of trying to create an event that people can participate in on your birthday. So, well, um, mostly because I always thought it would be wonderful to get together with people you love and have it not be about your birthday. I mean, that it is your birthday and you can use that as sort of an excuse. I'll use any excuse to get people you love together, you know. So that has been my my thought is provide an event that people can go to and then I get to be around all the people I love. That's the thing. And that's pretty much what happened on Wednesday. That's exactly right. Yeah. And I just feel like... And to, to some degree, to like have, Thursday, having Tim out there, too, was like... To that. have this... Because, I don't know, I actually am feeling very grateful and and blessed to be in this stage of my life. I know a lot of people get sort of like, eh, it's, I'm 65. But for me, I feel like, wow, I'm 65. That's, that's uh, you know, I've survived. Yeah, I know. And... Um, and that's a pretty joyous feeling. And I also feel like like another door is opening up for me right now. And that was why I said that the rainbow felt like a blessing. It was sort of like a blessing to this new door. Mm-hmm. This new door is going to be filled with that <laughs> that illumination that is so beautiful and and. Everybody sees it, but so many people feel like, oh, it's just, you know, it's just a prism and all those things. You know, I feel like, yeah, I'm not so certain. I just feel like throughout history, people have gazed upon the wonders that surround us and have seen them for the wonders they are. And there may be a scientific... aspect to him that you could unweave the story that is the the thing but i always see it as the story so there's a lot going on there regardless of whether you're looking at it uh, from whatever viewpoint you're looking at it there's a lot going on and it's not something you see every day and you you are in awe but i feel like makes you feel awe is worth the seeing on a lot of different levels and I feel like this time of your life 
perhaps it's going to be more of that awe going forward I at hope, the same time as so. going through bodily yeah. um, decrepitude and all right. that. I just feel like, I don't know. I just feel in my own bones that keeping the sense of wonder and maybe magnifying that sense of wonder is what this time is all about. Especially when you disconnect from the the idea of succeeding materially, right. you know. So anyway, um, so it really made me, unless you have any, did you have anything more to say about our trip that you wanted to share? Um, no, I don't think so. It's just, uh, but it's a, it's a shift of consciousness that is singularly profound in my life and experience, and I don't get it. So it's cool because there's so much mystery still left in it, and you you don't really. It's it's just hard for me to register something that has spanned my entire life. I mean, from the time I was like seven years old uh, till now. Um, that place has done something to me. So, pretty cool. Well, I just wanted to say why we, why, it'll be very evident why I chose the song for today. Right. I think it will be. I'm not sure that it needs tons of explanation, unless you wanted to tell that wonderful story about its creation. But you don't have to do that if you don't want to. Well, I basically just want to say that it talks about what we were just talking about. Uh, wonder versus uh, more of a just physical reaction to things. And this song actually makes me weep every time I hear it when it's sung by this performer. The dreamers and me 
might be one and the same I've heard it too many times to ignore it It's something that I'm supposed to be Someday we'll find it The rainbow connection 